0: Hello, welcome back to another edition of the Pick 6 podcast. Uh, we did our favourite players on offence, gave you our starting offensive 11s a few weeks ago. We've also done our defensive starting 11s as well. This is a follow-up podcast then to the three of us, myself, Ollie Wilson, Jazz Gillum, and Dave Bluck, giving you our favourite players of all time in the NFL. Uh, this is defence and special teams. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs>
1: Middle picked off! Sees it fired. Intercepted!
0: Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again. And it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone and he's picked off. Back
2: the other way.
0: Okay, See, I've, and
1: then we'll talk I, front
0: seven. As I said, I've kind of gone with just my three linebackers are just guys that have that play linebacker. Sometimes they play edge rusher. Um we we'll go with the so defense
1: let's start defensive line. Let's start let's start
0: defensive tackle. Yeah, start okay. inside. And start then work inside. outwards. Um so who are you two
2: defensive tackles? I'm I'm guessing me and Ollie are the same on this one. Yeah, I,
0: I, I think we've probably got uh, at least it's one Warren Sapp, same. right? Yeah, Warren Sapp. Okay, sweet. Right, and one. um, and JJ Watt.
2: Yeah, same.
0: Two D tackles. JJ Watt is the the best player to play on the inside in this kind of last what eight nine years. Um, and Warren Sapp was that guy beforehand and before the yeah. prostitutes and stuff. Um, yeah, Warren Sapp was. The reason why the Philadelphia Eagles didn't make a Super Bowl, basically. Did you see a
1: third tag on Instagram on? What? I tagged on Instagram on a post of the Eagles and Bucks made a trade. Eagles traded. Oh,
0: yeah. Thanks for that. For yeah.
1: a linebacker who they thought was really intelligent. And the two picks they sent to the Bucks ended up being Derek Brooks and Warren Sapp.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Brooks as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's savage! Two, Hall of, Fame Two Hall of Famers that
1: anchored that Bucks defense. Oh yeah. no! And, <laughs> oh no, is right. Yeah, Warren that's Warren sad, Sapp was man.
0: fun. Sapp was uh, an entertainer. Uh, J.J. Watt seems like a really good guy. Again, like annoyingly good guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Dave doesn't like it does, He's He does. He does He does cross
2: over Instagram, into. Yeah, he does cross over into the annoying part of annoyingly good guy, but unfortunately, like,
0: he's so good at playing football as well. I love JJ. Wong. Yeah,
2: yeah. I wish he'd. I wish he didn't keep getting injured now, because it really seems like his his career's coming to It's not going to be on his terms. It just keeps.
0: We've seen the best.
2: Yeah. It's it's yeah. Well, it's, it's just it's sad, it's, 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 you, it's you know. You want it you to be on his terms.
1: Straight hand sack record. That's the best season you're gonna have. Yeah, you're not really gonna replicate that very often, so. Fair play to him. So I'll, I'll just tell you my three defensive linemen okay. yep. because one of them is J.J. Watt. Yeah, Good. Mainly because of all the reasons we just said. Um, a three times defensive player of the year which is no no small feat either. Yeah. Uh, I have... So he's one of my DNs. My other DN is Aaron Donald. Okay. And then I've got a nose tackle of Vince Wilfork because he just ate space Oh, yes. I like love Vince anybody. Wilfork. Yeah.
2: yeah. And a really funny guy as well. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they're my three D linemen. Yeah, he was on some great Patriots teams. Yeah. Even when he went yeah, to the yeah. Texans, he was great. Yeah. He's just, yeah. So just a big. mammoth guy yeah. as well. Can you imagine being behind that guy at a, yeah. um, at a barbecue or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't eat anything. He's, so, <laughs> he's just like, oh, man. And he so athletic a... for a guy
1: with a belly that size. He was still yeah. really athletic
2: and yeah. strong
1: as hell. And he would always
2: get double teamed, but
1: he always break through.
2: Just going back to JJ Watt, do you remember when he was playing a bit of tight end as well and he had just ridiculous hands and he scored like three or four touchdowns? Just a football
1: player. He's just a football player.
2: He could have, and it made you think, it was like if he'd slimmed down and he wasn't quite so kind of cumbersome because he weighed like 290 or something, he he could have been like, one of the best tight ends in the league, I feel like. Just the way that his his feet move and the way he knew the game, his hands were obviously really good. Yeah, but, but He, that is it's rare, too, yeah, he
1: knew that if you played defensive line or D-end, you get sacks, you get paid a hell of a lot more than tight end.
2: Oh yeah, um, I know. I'm just saying that you're the he one punishing people, people rather than getting punished. Yeah.
0: Vince Wilford, by the way, also um, the front cover of the ESPN magazine body issue, when he went completely butt naked as the front cover
1: oh i've seen that yeah yeah, yeah that's which cool. it makes i think you think yeah. of other things that might be uh, around the internet these days of
0: well i just <laughs> guys who are big and yeah naked i just think on the bed. <laughs> i just think yeah. uh, it's it's so brave of him as well that we should applaud him for being so brave to do that issue i think that's something we should really stand at.
1: <laughs> the worst thing is ollie we know that you're taking the pace
0: yeah, but I hope so. The best thing is, is that some people might not realise that initially as well, which is fun.
1: Oh right, and be like,
2: yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right, Ollie. So we brave. should be celebrating body image.
0: Um, yeah, I, I love those picks, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I love those picks. And Aaron Aaron Donald is incredible as well. I don't want to take anything away from him.
0: Yeah, there's no awesome. recency bias on that.
1: He's a no, monster. No, he's just he's amazing. amazing. I'd, I'd have him over Warren Sapp because I think Aaron Donald is a bit more athletic than Warren Sapp is. And I, for me, because I'm playing a four, a three-four, I need that little bit more size and a little bit less, D tackle penetration. Once we, I can. never, I never thought you that's were going that's fair. For the size. That's fair. Yeah. I so I was also looking at my system. If walking. I was going for a four-three, I don't know where I'd put Aaron Donald. I'd try and find a space for somewhere.
2: I think Warren Sapp has the quickest feet of any defensive, like, defensive tackle that I can think of. Like his feet were so quick <laughs> and he was like and he had like body mass on him not just muscle he had mass on him like yeah. he had a gut and stuff like he wasn't just like a you like aaron donald takes his shirt off jj watt takes his shirt off like they looked like they could be like chippendales on the side but like he was like he was just a big like husky guy yeah mm-hmm. like carrying weight and he his feet could move like yeah. like the other i d- don't know like
0: a wide receiver or something is nuts. that separated donald and sap because donald was uh one that was on mine um is that aaron donald in the super bowl didn't provide the goods and that is also yeah, being yeah, let yeah, down yeah. that is yep. being let down by your teammates as well because in the same way warren sap was playing on one of the best defenses to win a super bowl so it was easy for he and the rest of that D to flourish, particularly in the situ- situation they had with knowing that Oakland offense so well because Gruden had taught it to Gannon. But Sap did go out and, and win the big game in the end with in a big defensive performance, which just gave it that little bit of extra edge to me.
1: But it wasn't like he was the key to that game being won.
0: No, 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 not at all. But it was still just a Sap and that defense turned up and Aaron Donald and that defense didn't in that Super Bowl. It's just, I think that just well, in no, my I, mind. I
1: don't, I don't agree with that.
0: Well, I
2: don't but they, we're they talking about the Patriots only scored yeah. well, they, they turned up but they did sevens, was wasn't they Yeah, didn't, so they
0: didn't get much penetration on Brady and Aaron Donald certainly 14, wasn't 10, the one. 13, 10.
1: So yeah, the thing is though, if if the Patriots have gone out and scored forty points, you've got a point. They don't they didn't do that. The reason why it was a low scoring game is because both defenses were on top all game.
0: But but as I say, they didn't they didn't get much penetration on Brady throughout that game as well. It was <laughs> Brady didn't get roughed around the edges too much. He had the instincts. It's hard though when he got... throws
2: he throws the ball away so much as well. Yeah, no, like, I, no it's
0: talk... just as I say, it's just something that came into my head of like, yeah, Sap got, I, yeah. Sapp went and got the ring, and and Donald in that, and he might not get to go back there depending on what happens if Jared Goff can be salted or not in in Los Angeles. Yeah, they are still the L.A. Rams. Just got a terrible logo now. Um, <laughs> the other the other one that I was going to put in as well for a D tackle was Fletcher Cox. Because yeah, the, that's I cool. You pick Fletcher Cox, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's very much. I love Flexer, bias, but, Fletcher Cox, but I think he's he's one of the best defensive tackles that I've seen, particularly and obviously in Philadelphia, and is a league leader in in quality. So, what what's your what's your edge rushes then, Jazz?
1: So my edge rushes, I have Von Miller on one Same. side, and Khalil Mack
0: on the other.
2: Oh no! <laughs> um, Hold on, that.
0: So I'll, I'll go with the one that I've matched you on. But he's not playing D end. But I have Khalil Mack in my defense. I just partner, no, Wow. As a linebacker, yeah. Gosh. Because Khalil, yeah, he's ridiculous. Okay. One of one of the few. Well, not one of the few, but one of the defensive players coming into this league that has made a massive impact immediately at that position and in the last few years it's very difficult to pick anybody that is better than him in that position in in the nfl particularly on a consistency basis uh i don't necessarily think that the trade for him was fair value oh no i think uh, 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 overpaid obviously in terms of price but at the same time sorry underpaid, oh, I the underpaid. Sorry, underpaid. <laughs> sorry, underpaid sorry on there uh, on price but, um, so the Raiders
1: were in a position where they got what they got for them was very good. considering they wanted to get rid of him.
0: But I thought, yeah, I think Khalil Mack completely changed that Chicago Bears defense as soon as he turned up. And I think that's a sign of an epic player. Is and
1: completely ruined the Raiders one when he left.
0: Yeah. 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 So that's time. why I
1: picked him because every time you line up, you have to know where he is, and he is going to beat someone. He's going to beat a man. He's going to beat a double team. He's going to be somewhere near your quarterback every single play.
0: Yeah. So,
2: I'd say f- physically, on your guy's side, I, I don't, I, I didn't put him on my list. It wasn't kind of on my, like, even my maybes either. But in terms of a specimen physically, he's right up there in terms of one of the most powerful players that I've seen.
0: Who is, who is the other edge rusher that you say does?
2: For me, Von Miller.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just his first step on he...
1: that man is unbelievable.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. He just... And the way he... It, that I've seen some plays with him in slow motion, the way that he can... Because he's got that first step. Yeah, his dip around yeah. the edge. Um, it's like and he's using the, the offensive I, lineman to lean up against, to not fall yeah, over. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, But you just you just said it completely right. Look, because his first step is the fastest that it could be, I don't know how it could be any quicker, he, he can just... The first step gives him the opportunity to kind of do whatever he wants... And I don't, offensive linemen can't, but you, they're never going to be able to react as quick as they need to to get him. Yep. So he's always going to be killing it. And he's not, I don't know what his uh, stats are in terms of um, weight and height, but not the biggest guy. Like, not physically, like,
0: I reckon he's still probably 6'3, six, six, 260. As a guess? Uh,
2: two 250,
0: 6'3. But you know your heights well, Jerry. It's
2: not. Far, far off. But I'd say I'd say weight-wise, that's not
1: like. But he yeah. can. The thing is, he's for many years right. he played in a three, four, as an outside linebacker. So you need to have a little bit more, yeah, agility true. there because you might have to cover. And sometimes he has covered receivers and covered
0: them pretty bloody well. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The the other, good in coverage as well. The other thing is for Von Miller. You talk about putting on a big game in the biggest moment. I mean, he destroyed that yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. He was an absolute yes. wrecking ball at Super Bowl Fifty. Yeah,
2: took over it. Yeah.
0: Did he get the MVP?
2: Yes, he did that year. No, no that game That's sorry. cool. And that's ha- that's so hard to do in a uh, as a defensive player. Yeah, yeah. Well, as anybody that wicked. isn't
0: a quarterback half the time. These yeah. Players, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, even more yeah. as a
2: defensive player because you could get it as a running
1: back and or a yeah. wide receiver. But to do it as a defensive player is always much more difficult. So those are my two. I've got loads of other honorable mentions which I think we should get to once to do the rest of the D-line bits.
2: Yeah. C- can I say my um my other edge then? Yeah. I've got I've got Demarcus Ware as my.
1: So you Von Miller and Demarcus Ware. Yeah. So he's also on my list again, much like with To, it's very much D Ware, not at the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. But what I loved about <laughs> Demarcus Ware was his spin moves. Have you moves. put that as well? Is that on your notes? <laughs> it's literally right. That's literally really right funny. Here. I'll try and see if I show not you on the thing. Not on the Cowboys. I want to see it.
0: I uh, can't. can't see it's it. not making it out. Show it That's to annoying. Me. I'll uh, oh, I I play a you, screenshot and,
1: and send it to you. But it literally is oh. there for both That's of them not the Cowboys but the thing I loved the most about D-Ware is that one play where he starts to spin and stops but because the offensive lineman thinks he's going to keep spinning he keeps going on the inside and D-Ware just, just runs around the outside of him and gets the sack just an unbelievable player and I was so annoyed that I, I loved watching him play even with the Cowboys I liked watching him play but I couldn't like him because he was a Cowboy yeah the, I'm so have really got a ring at the the
0: Broncos the, the speed of movement as you say particularly with yeah. that spin move was just just outrageous
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i've got just if i don't know if i'm like uh i'm going to have to do a big rewind here as i've like missed us just talking about because it seems like we're going to move on to linebackers now but i should have i should have mentioned i've got Calais Campbell down here and Dwight Freeney yeah freeney's um, my thing freeney's one of my Oh, Deans. okay cool all right so that's no, cool we're gonna, we're gonna i go i can't mention Sorry, in my head I felt like we hadn't got round to the to them yet. Okay, that's fine. Ollie? Uh,
0: my my edge rushers, um, Michael Strahan.
2: Yeah,
0: like best of the best at that that time in the NFL. Yeah, and a lovely guy as well. Yeah, yeah. and and also, even as a giant, he was likable, which takes a lot. Yes. I, I, I love yes.
2: Strahan. Yeah. 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 That's so true. Yeah. One of the like least likable franchises for the three of us, certainly. Oh,
1: I, 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 I like the
0: Giants. All right. Yeah. We'll uh, okay, save right. that, save the that two, for the, the Pro Giants podcast. The two of us <laughs> <laughs> um, Ugh, Well, and also with Strahan, like that was the thing. Every time the Eagles lined up against New York, whoever was at their quarterback position or running back position or whatever, that defensive Michael Strahan was playing. You were like, Oh god, there's still a chance that, you know, McNabb's gonna get rushed the hell out of or and eventually it was Ozio Manura that did more damage one night. But um but yeah, so Strahan was was a fun guy to watch. The other That's one That's cool. That's a nice
2: pick. I like that.
0: The other one for consistency and who pretty much has been in the league throughout this whole time that I've been watching is Julius Peppers. Yeah, it's good yeah. cool. How it's good, cool. love Julius he's,
2: Peppers. He's... Peppers isn't still playing now, is he? No, we, he retired. Did we, now, I think. Yeah, he retired like two seasons ago. Is that
0: right? Yeah, but considering he with was... with the Panthers,
2: but he was like old. Season old season he was like thirty-eight.
0: Yeah, he was. He was really old. I mean, he he was yeah. in that Super Bowl for the Panthers when they lost to the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, and that is yeah. towards the very beginning of me watching the NFL. So it's just been <laughs> consistently watching Julius Peppers crush on that defensive end position wherever he's gone, yeah. which is a kind of yeah. the similar to that Mac thing. Like, hasn't... Well, I'd say
2: Dwight Freeney as well. Like, those two you could put, like, on similar kind of, like, career trajectories and, like, old man status. But, yeah. but also, Dwight still Freeney done one well. spin move. They couldn't do it. They knew it was coming yeah, to they couldn't stop <laughs> it. And <laughs> it didn't matter. It did yeah. not matter. Yeah. They Even when he was on the Falcons in his last year... 2016 when we went to the super bowl he was still doing the spin move yeah he was 37 years old still spinning. He was still doing the spin move and he was still getting sacks yeah i mean yeah like when you know that somebody's gonna do something and then they still do it and beat you that's crazy yeah 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 I had, absolutely
0: i had honor- honorable mentions of javonkus yeah, yeah yeah the, the freak, freak. Because his time—not for really his time at Philadelphia, to be honest—because it was he came on the radar straight away with the Titans and was brilliant yeah. there in his first couple of seasons there. Um, and the other one was Jason Taylor. Because anybody who can be a shining light in a really, 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 bad really, really bad Dolphins team deserves a lot of credit. Jason Taylor was really good.
1: That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. One other one I had for my edge players was James Harrison. Just an absolute beast. And then the best thing with him, he had a bad I say a bad story, he had a good story. Going to NFL Europe, getting released, getting cut uh-huh. by the Ravens three times, then getting cut by the Steelers, and then making it onto a team. Yeah, he never gave up, yeah. No, he just kept working and just kept going. And yeah. Probably the owner of the best Super Bowl player of all time.
2: But for some reason I thought James Harrison played um I didn't think he played Edge. He was an outside linebacker. Okay, so he oh, yeah. he dropped into rushing. Okay, Not very often, but he also, but did. that's cause, fine. Cause that's it, that's what I was thinking
1: of. Play, I was like, oh, okay. he was supposed to rush, but he thought, "I'll just drop back for this one." Picks the ball off and then runs it a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight.
0: Also, okay, that's cool. You'd never be able to tell him that you thought he had the best Super Bowl pick of all time because I don't think he'd even appreciate a compliment. The guy is so scary.
1: No, if you watch him on the um, <laughs> on like first take or shannon and skip actually he's really really insightful with what he says and some of the things he says you think well he looks like he's horrifically horrible on the field but off the field probably a nice guy maybe when you're playing with him he's probably all intense and focused but off oh off i don't season, know he uh, looks, looks he, looks terrifying.
2: Yeah, he any, looks
0: terrifying anything he says on those shows i imagine is just accepted as yeah no that's correct yeah you're right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no definitely yeah oh 100 percent agree with you actually i was saying the opposite thing james but now you've just said that <laughs> you've <laughs> now just that said, you said it, it that sounds oh, right. makes like sense the right now. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely correct.
2: Um, yeah, one of, the, one of the people that, I, if we were doing a list of people that I wouldn't want to mess with, then I think James Harrison would be in my top five. Of all time.
1: Oh, not of all time. Oh, yeah.
2: He scares uh, the I hell think out of that me. That I someone He's like a mean Jack guy. Lambert.
1: Have you ever seen Jack Lambert's highlights?
2: No. Who's that guy? F-
1: middle linebacker for the Steelers back in the 70s. Famed for having no front teeth.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I've yeah. He though. looked like
1: a man you would not want to fuck with. He would. Well, he might be in the top five. He well. might be I top five. One, I think there's but... other ones like um, Deacon Jones. They had to change the rules because he just kept hitting people in the head. So the head slap got taken out of defensive lineman's ability
2: because he would just bash people on the head and club them. Is that the guy who got a cast so that he could? No, that was the Raiders. People. I think. Yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders. Guys oh, okay, all right.
0: Yeah, we There's a
2: lot of mean guys in the 70s. Yeah, and the 80s, 70s right? players are the ones you don't
1: want to fuck with, especially someone like, again, Mel yeah, they Blunt. they can't do it now. If you Wait, look at Mel Blunt, he was 6'3, 240, something like that, but he was a cornerback. Fast well, as anything, that's... but the reason why they have the yeah. pass interference rules so players don't get beaten up the entire way through is because that's all he would do. He'd jam you, you'd get off him, he'd hit you, you'd try and cut, he'd hit you again, you get the ball, and he would literally take out every ounce of frustration on you as if you'd slapped his mum there's there's videos of him picking people up and slamming them on their head <laughs> so <laughs> yeah he's not something else you want to screw with. So but basically I the steelers like, 70s like james defense harrison's don't a, fuck with them.
2: james harrison's a throwback he would have been he would have been fine Oh, he would have dominated that one he'd love that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool all right moving on uh nice.
0: linebackers so you've got three linebackers uh, sorry you've got four linebackers have two left done- to go but yeah, have so, done your end. I've
1: done my three D line. I've got my two outside linebackers. I've got two middle linebackers to choose. You guys have got three to choose. So do you want to go first?
0: Uh, I was. Gonna I s- think we're all
2: going to agree, aren't we? On well, no, because we... one, but... one of my linebackers is
0: one of my linebackers is Khalil Mack. So that's already gone. So I've only got two linebackers left. But so who have you got, Dave? But have you got a middle linebacker? Yeah, yeah, I've got a middle linebacker.
2: Okay, well, I mean, this was this was really hard. I really really like. I mean, I guess I'll talk about him because maybe you'll go with Ray Lewis. I'm guessing somebody's got to have Ray Lewis on uh, their list. I got Ray. Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the man, so it was you know it was hard for me to kind of put him on as a cinch. But Luke Keekley is the most like intelligent defensive player I've seen since second. playing football. There we go. He's your alternate then. Okay. No, no. He is my second well, middle good. linebacker. I've got two middle linebackers in my scheme. I've got. Oh, of Ray course Lewis, you do. Luke okay. Heakley. All right. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll go Luke Kuechly then, and I just he just he seems like a great guy, and he's absolutely incredible. I don't really see a weakness in his game because he's he's so physical, he's so fast, he's intelligent, an incredible leader. Yeah. The Players want to play with him. They want to play for him, and he, his intelligence is notorious how he can read a defense sorry how he can read an offense and make the defense adjust to it it's scary almost yeah. and either either we're going to see him talking in the commentary box like romo or we're going to see him be one of the best coaches in the league or it's a shame that we don't see either of those things cuz he just, just wants want to, to like he might just want a quiet life but i i feel like we'll have all missed out if he isn't a coach in the nfl That's because fair. he he seems like as much as like you have you know, quarterbacks are completely the marshals of the offense, you know, Luke Keekley when he was on the field was the marshal of the defence. He was the quarterback of the defence and you just there's no question that he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah so he could yeah. he could anyway, read it. As, I loved him.
0: Could read it pre snap as well as as well as a quarterback, Peyton Manning could yeah, read it. Exactly D-takes kind of thing. Yeah. Um Yeah yeah. And mid mid play as well. Yeah. His ability yeah, yeah. to read to exactly what's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. To to move out of, 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 of zone because it's a run and just react he's the first guy to the ball. The first guy to the ball. Yeah. And it to go really from side one side, side of the field two. to the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking about all the times when he was playing the Falcons, you know, playing them twice a year and are just getting so annoyed because he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, that'll do it. You know, a play just like drives you crazy
0: uh, my Ollie? my middle linebacker is the polar bear as we used Brian to call Urlacher. him Brian Urlacher yeah good choice to the bears yeah I okay. love love cool. Brian Urlacher just this massive lump of a unit that <laughs> that was still unbelievably fast and again great at reading a game I mean that's one thing obviously you need to have as a middle linebacker is to be able to read and react because you are that marshal I guess for, for the defense as you were saying Dave And Urlacher was great at doing that. Calling out stuff pre-snap, making reads during the snap, getting to the ball. I mean, poor, any small running back that went up against Brian Urlacher. He didn't have a hope in hell. Not a hope in hell at all. He was such a unit. Just built like a... Britain more physical than
2: uh than Keekly or some others yeah yeah, yeah like a, towering a scary guy yeah.
0: of a man yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, more
2: like a ray more like on the ray lewis side of things yeah. where it was like physically he would murder you like yeah get you which is more like break on the, you in half
0: more like on the ray lewis side of things allegedly <laughs> as well allegedly <laughs> allegedly well yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so brian urlacher uh i and never used to really like back? the bears and yeah he was worth it um Derek Brooks. Okay, yeah. Just every Warren Sapp used to get a lot of the plaudits on and was certainly the most outspoken player on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defence. Yeah. But it was Derek Brooks that was the best player on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defence by a long way. A long way. Yeah, best probably the best linebacker I think I've seen. Yeah. Fast Yeah, very true. Fast read the game. Ne- you could almost
1: play him as your weak side linebacker, and play Khalil as your strong side linebacker.
0: Never, never got bundled over. Uh, like you would never see him kind of getting really trucked or shoved out of the way.
1: Good in coverage as well.
0: Unbelievably physical for how quick he was. Yeah. Yeah. Great player.
1: So that's good. So w- did anyone else have any other linebackers they were considering?
2: Well, did we? Do we? Do we have to talk about how dominant Ray Lewis was? Because it is crazy not to devote a few seconds at least to how ridiculous he was, uh, the ridiculous he was. The,
1: probably the best defense to ever play the yeah. 2000 Ravens in his I think we've got to say something league, and he was still playing at such a high level a decade later and then helps to the, of course is the wonderful story of the general playing it's the general's last ride for the Ravens winning in the Super Bowl you can't help but appreciate and just being a bit in awe of how amazing, how physical he was, and how again he could read the game as the best as, as much as the rest yeah. of them could. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I used well, to how, hate I, him Did he ever because he was so did so I being good. a Steelers fan, but yeah. I appreciated him. He was so I hated him, but I appreciated him.
2: Did he ever dip in form as well? Because. It doesn't seem like he did. His down like years is He was always. Was like an he was year always
1: for a, n- a normal good player.
2: Yeah, and he'd still make the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But the, the, the Pro Bowl's difficult, though, isn't it? Because lots of players make it based the, on reputation. I know the Pro
2: Bowl's difficult, but.
1: You want to base it down but he was pro, really? How many years was he in all pro under?
0: Five,
2: I'd say. Maybe six? I don't know.
0: That's Seven. Out. Seven all pro years. Seven. That's what you I want
1: mean, in a career that spun 16 years?
2: That's insane. Uh, 96 to
0: 2012.
1: That's 16 years, yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. just under half the years he played, he was an All-Pro.
0: Yeah. He made 12, 12 Pro Bowls.
2: Yeah. And the Ravens weren't really good until kind of 99? Because they were an expansion like,
1: team, weren't they? Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. They so out. like, you could kind of... Yeah, I guess he didn't get his steam up only, until like The only later years on, but...
0: he didn't have over 100 uh, tackles... Were when he didn't play more than, um, thirty. When he played more, when he didn't play sorry more than thirteen games. Yeah. Which so is every every incredible. every year he had thirteen or more appearances, he had over a hundred tackles, combined, but a lot of those were solo tackles anyway.
1: Yeah, and there's just so many plays you see where, he, like the Dustin Keller one, where he, Dustin Keller runs across Ray Lewis just hits him but just stands still, and Dustin Keller's out. He's cold. Yeah. Out cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the plays where he just the one against the Chargers, where he just sees the play, shoots the A-gap, untouched, almost gets to Philip Rivers before he hands the ball off. Mm. But doesn't quite make it to the mesh point, but takes the, the running back down for, I think, a four- or five-yard loss. Those are the plays you think about when you think of Ray Lewis. And also,
2: again, yeah. he was great in coverage. He's one of the hardest hitters ever as well. Yeah. He, you know, we talk, I was talking about Harrison being a scary guy. I mean, get in the back seat. Like, that... Ray Lewis is absolutely terrifying.
0: Yeah, <laughs> get in the back seat.
2: Yeah, like this clown car of violence. Ray Lewis is. He's driving. He's driving.
0: Yeah. You that would fear. You, that would be your biggest fear, wouldn't it? James Harrison yeah, I, and Ray Lewis I don't like as clowns. clowns as well. Yeah. God.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll do it. I don't know why I created that <laughs> image, but. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. I, we, we needed to talk about Ray Lewis a little bit. That's a lovely tribute because he, he was just incredible. Yeah, but, uh, and know. no
1: one's ever going to argue that either. My yeah. uh, my other potentials were Pat Willis for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Kind of a younger, more athletic version of Ray Lewis at the time that he came into the league. Yeah, um, And my other one, this is very much a personal one again, is Ryan Shazia. Absolutely incredible.
2: Yeah, gutted. Gutted. We didn't yeah. see, get to see the rest, right? Because he was, he was building up to a Hall of Fame stuff. I yeah. think so. Yeah,
0: fair. Very sad. Both very fair.
1: So that leaves us with the defensive backfield. So you two corners? This. I love this.
2: This is a fun one. And this might be like we're going to see some, uh, maybe some sparks fly. I don't know. We'll see. We we'll might disagree see more who everyone on this picks,
1: one. And then we'll see how brave you're feeling, Dave.
0: Okay. Uh, cool. My corners. Yeah. I'm going out. On an island on one side with Darrell Rivas. Yeah.
2: Uh I skipped over, but yeah. And I appreciate that.
0: The other one is I-, I love him as a person as much as a phenomenal player, Richard Sherman.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is one of the better entertainers that the NFL's seen. Just like this there's so many iconic like even when he was that famous uh post game microphone yeah. in the face. You put a sorry ass team like Crabtree on me. It's I what you get right I I knew we were doing this. Obviously I knew we were doing this podcast and I was walking down with Kate, we're going for our walk and I was laughing about that.
1: Yeah.
2: And on my own and she was like, what well, what are you laughing about? And I had to just describe it all to her. <laughs> just and I just did it like, like I was just like, but she was so confused and she just she was like, but who is talking about you? <laughs> everybody so funny he's like yeah sorry I oh it was just he was just so het up and yeah. uh that's who he was he's just he's an intense guy and
0: but that the reason um, why i love him is he's got that he's intensity so on the
2: field i know yeah yeah he loves it he loves the game and he loves like trash talking and everything for him is like 100 percent, but it? as yeah.
0: soon like, as you go off the field and He's so eloquent and well spoken, and does so much for you know the NFL. Well, Players he went. Association. He went to he
2: went to Stanford. I don't know if you've heard uh, Olians.
0: Ah, they never mentioned that. Yeah, they yeah. Never yeah. Get yeah. So many...
2: Well, there you go. I have. So, but um,
0: yeah. uh, some people may not know that actually. So it's a good thing <laughs> that you did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we are joking. It's mentioned every
1: time he goes <laughs> on the field. But, it's um, like Antonio Gates to basketball. Who ever thought he played basketball at college?
0: Yeah. Oh, where. Oh yeah, he did. No, I think I mentioned that earlier. Just in case, anybody forgot that, it's a good job you reminded everybody of that as well. Because
2: and Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. That's the other one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking
1: of football players and basketball, just off topic, really randomly, um, LeBron James in high school was the number one recruit for bar- for, for football.
2: Mm.
1: Obviously, then decided to go and play basketball. Where did he straight to the party. Where did he
2: Where did he play? Wide receiver.
1: Yeah, he was a receiver.
0: I think he's probably made a, fun to see he's that. Probably right? made a good choice, though. I think. Oh, he's, yeah. He's done oh, all yeah. right out of basketball, he's, I think. He's not too bad at <laughs> yeah. basketball, it turns out.
2: Yeah, he's pretty quite good. good. And he's pro- your chance of injury, if you could choose between those two sports, Massively. you'd definitely go
0: and basketball. And also
1: choosing to go from, okay, I'm a high school athlete. Do I go and play college football or do I go play professional basketball?
0: Yeah, get paid mm. straight away.
1: Right,
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: And so, also, yeah. you're one of, what, 14, I think, on a basketball team? Yeah. So there's a lot of money to be made as an individual on but a
1: also basketball. impact to be made as well Sponsor- that's, that's, that's
2: sponsorship with. and stuff mm. as well Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, thing yeah,
1: with yeah. a sport like basketball you can have one star player and they can literally run a game yeah. like James Harden does
0: yeah yeah, although I think he's a bit too selfish, a bit like Russell Westbrook. But, but the other
1: thing, yeah, thing is, though, if you are yeah. selfish, that's fine. If you're that good, you still score the points your teams can still win. So that's my
0: point. But when you get to the championship and you get into playoff time, you need that supporting cast around you. That's why the Dallas you Mavericks do. were so good with only really having Dirk the Jerk Nowitzki, and yet they were still able to win it against the Spurs in 2010. We'll save that for the NBA podcast. Dave. Looks <laughs> I was going to say,
2: uh, you're going to have to cut that section out. <laughs> um, so um, who's your second well, so quarterback? Well, we... What else have we got? I've got. So, you so had I've Sherman got Sherman on as well.
0: Oh, I had Darrell Revis.
2: I had Darrell you've, Revis. On you've one got side. the island as well. See, I Darrell Revis again. If we were doing like a best player, then um, maybe he would be. He would be on there because you would. I remember watching watching games and thinking, "Oh, are they injured? Like Calvin Johnson or whoever? Ocho Cinco? <laughs> You're like, are they injured? Are they not? And it's just because." They didn't get any yards yeah. because Rivas was there. Because Rivas was covering them one on one, and yeah. you didn't hear from them. And that's you know, it's a weird position, isn't it? Because it's like the the less you hear from them, the better they are. Almost the the better. Yeah. And if you if you know that the number one receiver they're covering, if you haven't heard from him all night, they've done an incredible job. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't have a problem with that pick at all. I think it's amazing. I put Patrick Peterson on there. So he's my second. Uh, oh, that's nice. But no, I, just a, a maybe a little bit more splashy than um, uh, than Revis. Just a, a little bit, a little bit more splashy, like more of a almost more of a safety kind of role. And a few, I don't know what the stats are, but I know that Revis didn't have many picks for a cornerback. So that was something. Yeah.
1: What's that sorry? So he didn't throw it
2: yeah i know that's part of it but it's kind of like in terms of favorite players in terms of players you like think of when you think of the position in taking
0: it back suddenly that's a... yeah
2: you want to like richard sermon got a lot of inceptions and patrick peterson has as well and you kind of in terms of iconic stuff you want to see it's like that's why it's a weird position so i completely grant you that it's kind of like a ghost position like the the less we see of you the better you are of it yeah so it's like also, it's quite it's a weird thing. We've but we've
1: all picked between us, we've picked six cornerbacks, and we've all picked the same cornerbacks. Or there's been overlap for everyone. Yeah, which is quite interesting. Yeah, but that, that yeah.
0: shows how good those players yeah. have been in the and Sherman was years. my
1: first alternate. He, he would have been my he would have been my nickel back. I...
0: It's
2: hard. It's so hard a position to play and to be consistently good at. Like yeah. cornerbacks have have one year, two years good, and then they can't they can't keep up and I think because it's such a pass heavy league and it has been since certainly since I've been watching the sport it's like they have to do so much and they only need to mess up twice a game and they got scored on twice yeah and it's like it's it's one of the hardest positions in the sport
0: it's a cutthroat position definitely as you said one slip and that could be the mistake that everybody highlights the next monday morning of well that's the game right there yeah yep Um, yep
2: but if you're if you're von miller on the edge you all you need is two plays like in the other direction or two positive plays yeah and and you're remembered for that game it's like yeah Yeah,
1: i can't back there if you get two picks you're remembered for that game as well
2: well, that's true, but you're remembered more for your negatives than your positives. I'd say. It's I'd agree like, with that. It's, it, it's it really, really like it's
1: a high pressure position. It's, it's much like being a goalkeeper. Yeah. If you have a big time, if you that's play such a, a good, great game, yeah. and you, Then you let. Yeah, yeah. Then you do say, "Loris, Loris Karius," and you throw it to yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. foot, and they score. Doesn't matter how good a game you had. If you lose that game or you draw the game, that's what everyone's going to remember because that's yeah. a goal you that, gave away.
2: The, the, that's the best comparison, I think. The that's other really thing
0: good. with cornerback is, if could. In differential to a safety is the safety is there to support the cornerback a lot of the time over the top whereas yeah. the cornerbacks that we've chosen are guys that one-on-one consistently shut down people and yeah. that's where you get the elevation of being a good coverage guy you know and you've maybe got a bit of support around you as well and being that elite corner in the NFL and all of the yeah. guys that we've picked have done it for a very long time at that level yeah I, I was I was close to going with Stephon Gilmore to be honest
1: Mm -hmm. but I think it's not a bad choice but I think there's other ones myself I've got two others I would pick ahead of him
0: there was a recency bias of Jalen Ramsey but I really respect Jalen Ramsey because not only does he he is a good shutdown corner but he also he actively wants to be put on the best player every single time which I know they all eventually say at some point but Jalen Ramsey I do really feel that he likes to hunt out the best receiver on every team and and shut them down so those were two (laughs) of the other ones I was thinking about
2: Yep. Any this for you, Dave? Um, no, I didn't go any with any alternates on this didn't, one. Didn't but Pac- I've got
1: man Jones. Bang! <laughs> bang! 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 Bang!
2: No. Um, yeah, one other thing I'd say about Richard Sherman is that he was so good at. i was still doing it, but he is so good at winding up wide receivers and that's such a position where it tends to be kind of sometimes like we talked about it when we we're talking about wide receivers like quite whiny personalities and stuff and the it just i just quite enjoyed it and i played that position as well i just like the idea of like him winding up some of these characters yeah it just you know it's just great and then he backs it up as well i just i just like, like it i get the sense yeah, you've got like a
0: few it. more honorable mentions here jess
1: i do i've got one yeah, go for from it. the uh from a little while ago, Champ Bailey.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh
2: yeah. For, Very, for was for that the, the Broncos, Broncos or the Redskins? There? Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. Yep. I just I was reading back on him. He got traded to the Broncos, and the Redskins got Clinton Portis, but the Broncos got a second round pick and Champ Bailey. So basically, the Redskins traded away one of the best cornerbacks probably ever and a pick for Clinton Portis. Not saying Clinton Portis is not a good player, but he's not exactly a.
2: Who's Clinton yeah, Portis?
1: Clinton,
0: Clinton <laughs> Portis so there you go, a, that's the answer, see? Clinton Portis was a running back that should have been better but he ended up getting a lot of injury problems as well when he was in Washington, yep. which is okay, was a shame. Cool. We were denied seeing Clinton Portis go from strength to strength and I really liked him as a running back, but you're right. That, that played out the real with, nicely for, for yeah, Denver. Yeah, the thing
1: with that time of the Denver Broncos is when you had Mike Shanahan running his own blocking scheme and so any running back was in there, they were running for a thousand yards. So I'm not saying Clinton Portis wasn't very good, just it's a very unfair trade, but yeah, Champ Bailey is one of the ones I looked at. As was Nam Diamonwa before he yeah. went to the Eagles, because when he was at the Raiders, no one threw against him. Probably because the other half of the Raiders' defense was absolutely shocking. Yeah. So why pick okay. a decent player when you can just throw against trash? And the other one was Akib Tlaib, specifically because he pulled the chain off Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love. It. He did it twice. He did it Don't twice. forget. He did it the twice, second time was better. Which is-
2: it's one of my favourite NFL stories yeah. ever because you know how you hear about stories we we were referencing, like, me and guys from the 70s and 80s and stuff. Yeah. There's so many, like, folklore kind of, like, stories from the NFL and stuff. That feels like one that we're all a part of. Yeah. Like, that is so funny and so, like aggressive and oh just as, the fact that and you he know, did it twice ollie you
0: know crabtree had to wear <laughs> that chain again when he played him because oh, it had happened the first chain. time and you yeah. knew that if he wore it that talib was going go to get it, it. like yeah. it was just it was just yeah, inevitable yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was going to happen yeah. a second time
1: didn't crabtree then throw a punch at talib's helmet as well
0: yeah yeah punched his helmet yeah yeah
1: what an idiot. idiot. Who punches a helmet? Idiot. <laughs> oh, so funny. Is that, that was my honorable mention specifically just <laughs> yeah, I like he was also thanks a very good player. Let's not forget. Thanks for that, that memory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. yeah, that's fun. contentious. That's fun. All right, sa-
0: safeties fun. is a fun one as well. So, should yeah, we do strong
2: safety or free safety first?
0: Uh, I've just gone with two safeties.
2: I'll go strong safety first if you want because you guys might not have put him on there. But, um, well, if uh, you boys camp are chosen, chancellors Go on. Cam Chancellor's—he's uh, my, my favourite safety. Yeah, he was. Up oh, okay.
0: There. Uh, I, there's a Cam Chancellor play in the playoffs when he picks off Cam Newton and sends it back to the house to win the game. Um, yeah. That I just remember. It sticks so vividly in my mind because it—he, his reaction to read on onto the ball is fantastic. And there's nothing better than just seeing Cam Newton watch Cam Chancellor just go flying past him <laughs> and know that he can't do anything to get back at him. It's, he's gone to the house. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I love. Shame that guys. he got injured, of course, because it rubbed him for quite a few years. Mm.
0: He was just,
2: he was just the, just the hardest hitting guy that he I've seen. Like was the boom, he the boom. Yeah. yeah, he
1: was the boom. Yeah,
2: he just really, and it, there was nothing. Kind of this, it's such an intimidating thing when he used to come out of the tunnel, or after he did a hit, and he would do that like pound one fist into the other. And it just like it seemed to get his team going so much, and he was he was supposed to be one of the quieter guys on the team, but everybody just respected him and knew that he was going to be there. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, he's just a hard hitting safety. I just yeah, I just loved him so.
1: Jazz, my strong safety it's probably really obvious and easy to guess. Uh, Not really.
0: I, w- I was wondering who this might be, to be honest. So it's... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's
2: the most
1: obvious pick ever. <laughs> yeah. My boy, Troy. You can't really go yeah. wrong with him. Yeah. He's my favourite player Vincent. of all
0: time. Troy Vincent. Yeah. Put it yeah, up Troy, your... yeah. No,
1: Troy Smith. Troy Smith. <laughs> um, no, Troy Polamalu. The reason why I started watching the game. So I was always going to pick him. Not only because he's probably the best safety to play. Strong safety, in my opinion, anyway. Um, but just an absolute beast and his highlight I think his highlight reel is probably better than any other highlight reel of any other safety
0: yeah yeah well, I'd, I mean, I'd, the, I'd say that and put
2: money on it, it, it... well I, I I didn't watch like most of his stuff live I wasn't following the the sport then so I'm going on mostly um yeah highlight packages and They're insane. it is it is ridiculous it is ridiculous yeah, I don't it's got to be one of the better highlight the, packages the out there. The yeah. jumping over
1: the line, the fingertips <laughs> underneath against the charges when it's a snowy stadium, so you can just see his fingers get underneath it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all his yeah. picks that he returned. The one that sticks in my mind the most is when he had to truck Carson Palmer at the end, his old roommate at USC, and just levels him. He absolutely levels
2: him. And a really softly spoken guy yeah. for well, for for someone who's so scary. It's like yeah. the
0: Larry Fitzgerald of safeties. Yeah like it's so softly spoken but as soon as he's on a football field it's like right I'm just just go do my job and get all intense and uh, and Pomalo as well I think the fact yeah. if you've got that kind of unique look with the big shaggy hair coming out the back yeah. of the helmet Yeah I was gonna you've got to uh, be Iconics. good yeah you can't yeah, be yeah. like a bang average guy because everyone will point at you and know like oh he didn't play great on that play like it's kind of obvious whereas he was f- almost flawless on every yeah. play yeah. so yeah 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 there's a lot that yeah, builds Troy into is, the legacy.
1: Troy is my strong safety, without question.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm interested if Ollie's now picked Brian Dawkins.
0: Well, this is the thing. When I was yes, like, I have... yeah,
2: that's who I thought you were gonna. Because it was on my. He's on my alternate list, well, I, and I didn't pick Polamalu because I knew Jazz would. And I, I kind of Dawkins. I was like, Ollie's gonna do that, yeah. so I'll pick Cam Chancellor.
0: Yeah. I... I, I've got two safeties. They're both strong safeties. It's Troy Polamalu and Brian Dawkins. I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh care wow! About, yeah, nice. I don't care about three safeties. You're going strong yeah, as hell. I want if you come into <laughs> my backfield. Coverage. If you come into my backfield, you're oh going to have Darrell Rees, Richard Sherman, and then Dawkins and Troy Palomaro. Can you imagine? I I love Weapon X. Good luck. Good luck. I, what I really like is if you go onto um, like the Pro Football Reference website, it says. Brian Dawkins, Brian Patrick Dawkins, b Dawk, Wolverine or Weapon X. <laughs> like <Yeah>. the... <laughs> he's, yeah. he's His the pre-game
1: most... routine was one of the most weird things I've ever seen in my life.
0: So intense. His, his what, sorry? His pre-game routine. What was you his pre-game He
1: just go around and go, <laughs> like this for ages. Walk around the to get the stadium. Well, the stadium like, like a the Wolverine.
0: Pitch. It was like him turning into like Brian yeah. Dawkins was gone. Once he started to get into that mode, and he, he that was, was the when weapon, weapon X came out, and okay, but what I love even more about it, not obviously the play is exceptional as well, and he did too on his play free safety for a lot of his career, um so it kind of works out all right, but uh what I really like is that he never swears, never ever swears, he's so intense and so fiery, but he never uses any foul language at all. Which yeah. is so. But you weird. like swearing. Well, I, I do. Like, it's great. It's great for accentuating. Like, but what I find really entertaining is that he's a guy who's got all of that intensity, all of that aggression. Yet he's still got it in his head to never overstep the boundary with yeah. his, what he thinks like is a the boundary with his a language. Limiter. It's got
2: a yeah. speed limiter on it. It, it, okay I, I see what you mean like he can it's impressive that he could do that and then and still not resort yeah, it, to em, cussing and stuff anybody would be okay, like I see.
0: we're gonna tear these apart," mother- and he'd be like we're gonna destroy these foes in front of us <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right fair enough yeah man. that is impressive um yeah so yeah that's your two safeties yeah, because he he, ma- he mainly played strong safety at, towards the end of his career, but the start of the career was uh, a free safety.
1: Well, because they're both so athletic and so good, you could argue you could easily make them both do either. So Yeah.
0: And Brian Dawkins, I think, like you for Polamalu, Brian Dawkins was the first ever defensive player that I consistently was like, he's amazing. Just yeah. great to watch. And yeah. I also like that he played in Denver for a few seasons and nobody really thinks about him as a Denver player as well because he was in Philadelphia so much. And that's where that's he true. That's where he, w- he became. so.
1: Because those Denver teams are trash. That's the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, who's your other safety?
2: Um, I I put Earl Thomas down here as well. I know I know that seems silly to have two from the same. No, it's three from the Earl, same, isn't it?
1: You've got the entire list. Well, it of is boom. for Sherman. For Sherman. You just a Brandon well.
2: Browner, and you'd have the all four. <laughs> I'm not going to put Brandon Browner on there, but Earl, Earl Thomas in when he was really. When he was really ripping and rolling, he was absolutely incredible. When I mean, he, he was running the best away pick.
1: from Derrick Henry. Mm. Like a scared kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We're not scared later of him. PC. We're going to tackle you're him. You're
2: getting later end. You're getting later end, old <laughs> Thomas C. But, but, uh, oh, that was bad, wasn't it? Yeah. That made him look bad. That was a tarnishing moment. But no, I mean, he was he was the best player out of that Legion of Boom. And that's saying something because I love the other two as well. But he was the best player. Yeah. Um he was completely incredible. And um, yeah, one of the best defensive players I've ever seen live. So
0: And and just um, a perfect storm in general with those guys.
1: Yeah. He yeah, the, just the speed I in mean, the back end with ability to, to really cover deep, a man on man or even a covers yeah. corner and just a thumper.
0: Yeah. Absolute yep, yep, thumper. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um I know Jazz's last one.
1: Of course you do. It's easy because he's a Hall of Famer. Also played for the Ravens. To be honest, probably the best free safety to ever play. Also said that by Bill Belichick, of all people. So we know that's not small praise. But Ed Reed.
2: Yeah, I know. this Again, I didn't say this because I knew you would. So it's If it's, I had to
1: uh, pick my dream safety pairing of all time, this is my dream safety pairing of all time.
0: And I love that they were at rival teams. <laughs> yeah, at the same <laughs> well, time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So near and yet so far on the same it's... football field, but never at the same time. And I That's used so to cool, though, isn't, every, isn't it? That they
2: got to they got to play twice a year. Like, was, well, quite wicked. a few
1: years they played three times a year. There was a couple <laughs> yeah, of years where it was yeah, AFC course, championship yeah, yeah. game. Was the Steelers ravens yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's it's it's. Kind of summing up your my favourite game pick as well from the last podcast. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Because you've got bit. two of your favourite players playing in your favourite game in games that highlighted both of their special talents, basically. And obviously yeah. you've picked a number of Steelers and, and Ravens in your defense uh in general. So but yeah, Ed Ed Reed is somebody that I hate the Ravens. And he's so much like Ray Lewis, except not like Ray Lewis in terms of his personality, I don't think. But in terms of how I view him. I hate that Ravens team so much. I just didn't enjoy watching <laughs> them. Couldn't yeah. stand that defense and half the players on them because they were so good. And Ed Reed was like the, the vice captain, second in command behind the general Ray Lewis. And yeah. yet you couldn't dislike him because his coverage was exceptional. exceptional. Reading of the ball in the air, being able to high point it to get the number of picks that he got as well. And then his returning ability was strong. Like, real yeah. strong once he snagged it out of the air. So
1: The best play they had for Ed Reed, they showed on the NFL 100. Did you guys watch the NFL 100 stuff?
0: Yeah, I went through uh, Yeah, some of it, not so all of it. So the Ed
1: Reed one, they had Bill Belichick breaking down the play where he picks off, I think it's Peyton Manning, when he's playing for the Colts. And they figured out that when Ed Reed goes to the middle of the field, the left side is completely open. So they had Marvin Harrison over there. They had him run like a slant and a go, I think. So he's looking like he's going to go inside, but then goes out. Ed Reed Uh makes two steps to the left to make Peyton think that he's going to the middle. Peyton throws it. As he's throwing it, Ed Reed's already backpedalling, wheeling around, and picks the ball off. And he's not got a small distance to cover. He's got a long way to cover, and he still makes it. And he said that that was the one play that every time he'd go to the Pro Bowl, Peyton Manning would just kind of be pissed off and say, I can't believe you did that. You're just too good. If Peyton Manning says that, again, that's high praise.
0: Well, he's the leader of the Jazz All-Stars, so I mean, he's... It seems that way, doesn't Manning, it? The, so, you know.
1: Now, what I would say, now same saying at the start of the thing about my receivers being tall and fast and with high point any ball, that's the only downside of my team. Revis and Pete's aren't the high, tallest guys in the world, so ideally I'd like corners as a bit more height. to be 6'3 Sherman, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah, so have Sherman's my nickel, so he'd be on Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown would shake him off, because Antonio Brown's better than Richard Sherman.
0: Any other um, safeties for honourable mentions? John Lynch was one that I thought about. Just... Yeah, I thought about yeah. John Lynch because so he's had...
2: a hard-hitting white guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I
1: had uh, both Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor as my alternates, but I also had one other one. Uh, the guy with possibly one of my favourite players I've seen at the Pro Bowl was Sean Taylor coming and just destroying Thomas Thomas Morstead, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Thomas Morstead coming up and just nailing him. That was probably my favorite Pro Bowl plays of all time because mostly because the Pro Bowl is useless.
0: Yeah, it's everybody's uh, <laughs> favorite Pro Bowl player of all time, to be honest, isn't it? Like, yeah, who who doesn't love watching Sean Taylor destroy a kicker? Yeah, like in the most tap tackle game of all time, and it summed up what Sean Taylor was really is just a real freaking intense guy still who didn't want to let up a lot of the time, um, yeah. and unfortunately we were just robbed of his best years really.
1: But. Yeah, absolute tragedy on that one.
0: Uh, just quickly, we should do kickers, punters. just kick returners. So kick let's do re-
1: kick returner. Now, I think me and Ollie have got the same one. Let's see who Dave picked.
0: I was close to going with Dante Hall of the Chiefs from back in the day okay. with Frank Green because he was like... what He basically was the guy that the guy I picked ended up usurping. Um, Devin Hester is yeah, he's the best kick returner. Oh all yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Whether that's so
2: who would I would have said. I just I thought you were talking about someone else.
0: No, no, no. When it whether it was the what, 109 yard field goal return um, against the Giants, I think it was on a Monday Night Football that he had. Whether it was returning the opening kickoff for a touchdown of the Super Bowl for the first ever player in history to do that, Devin Hester. Yeah, yeah. Devin Hester is basically. We're so lucky that we had Devin Hester when we had him, when kick returns yeah. were so much more relevant than they are now because he probably wouldn't have lasted in the NFL as long as he did. But he was so uniquely well, brilliant at it.
2: Well, he was a true specialist as well, unlike, I don't know, like Dion Sanders and stuff, where obviously it was kind of a secondary role for them. Like Patrick Peterson was really good at kick return. Tariq um, Hill, Tariq Hill was Tariq really Brown. good. Tony Brown, like there's loads, of te- there's loads of players that double up, but he was, a specialist. like that was his thing, right?
1: Well, I he was the, never a uh, very good cornerback and he was never a very good receiver.
0: Well, that's what I like. I like Devin Hester was, they didn't know where else to put him on the field. It's like, well, we've got to have him back up somewhere on the field, but he's not good at coverage and he's not good yeah. at catching <laughs> unless the ball's being yeah, yeah, punted yeah, yeah. to him from 50 yards away. You can't just do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, I just yeah.
1: realised we forgot someone for cornerback, by the way.
0: Who's that?
1: Charles Woodson no you don't like he was,
0: that uh, he played
2: safety most of his he career, played quarterback and he...
1: then he fitted into safety for the Packers
2: ok Sorry. I think that's what he's famous for isn't it
1: kick returners, I, just just, I also think he returned kicks too actually so it wasn't completely off topic
2: uh, he, he's got the most he's got the most inceptions so in terms of like entertaining players he's awesome I don't think awesome. he does. I think I've just think been... thought he had the most I think he had the most of all time most incep- I think so yeah I think
1: so I think it's someone from the. I think it's maybe Bobby Lane.
2: All right. Well, have a look. Come
0: back to me. What else have we got? Kickers. Um, kickers. Yeah. Uh, Honourable mention for Sebastian Janikowski, but Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri, without a question. Paul Krauss is the answer to the question. By the
1: way, Dave, he's got eighty-one. Where's Woodson then? Charles Woodson. Rod, is Rod number Woodson number five, he's got 65, so he's not done badly, in fairness.
0: Okay, cool. Rod Woodson is number three, if you're looking for yeah. the, the other Woodson that would have been available to you.
2: Um, I think I've maybe got confused between my Woodsons, so there we go, that makes more sense. <laughs> but Still, he weren't far off. Carry up. on.
0: Ed reed got on. 65, <laughs> 64, sorry. Oh, wow.
1: So, yeah, so Adam is the only kick you can really have,
0: isn't he, to be honest? Yeah, it's done. Sebastian Janikowski for being a big fat guy. And and David Akers. Maybe Tucker as well. David Akers for kicking a kickoff against the Giants. And on the way down the field, he just ran into the Giants' sideline to try and truck somebody. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. David Have you not seen that? Yeah. Clip? No, no. Find that clip and send it to really me. That's
2: really funny. He starts. He tries to start a fight, and he so he realizes he's surrounded by <laughs> like opposing.
0: Players. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a kicker. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a middle linebacker." That's <laughs> really. Where's that going and, hard?
2: And, and and when he had that uh, mini speech introducing the Eagles draft pick. Yeah, yeah. That's in, definitely was that two or
0: three years ago. Definitely off the field that put him very high on my list of <laughs> yeah, favorite kickers. Yeah. Hey,
2: Dallas. The last time you were in a Super Bowl these draft picks hadn't even been born.
0: <laughs> oh my. Introducing picking for the reigning oh, NFC East so champion. Good. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, Jerry's face when he was watching that. He must have been like, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Punters. Jazz.
1: I'd say Pat McAfee yeah. for punter because I just love his podcast. and also, yeah, yeah, He was yeah. a I good punter and he
2: also did and he laid some wood. He did lay some well. wood as well. So I'm, I'm all he about that. He hit some guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all about that. I don't want anyone else.
0: Marquette King, for me, because he did have a a couple of like very good years as a punter, and he was also a bit of like a character and a dick. Like if you're a punter, it's that's a small making... sample size, isn't it? Yeah, very small. Uh, what five, six years? Okay. Five years. Um, yeah. But if you're making some headlines as a punter in any way you're doing something to get people's attention so and some of it was for his punting ability and others bits were for it being a being a bit of a showman as a punter which takes a lot of ego to be able to do yeah yeah that's cool (laughs) so i like that that. but yeah that's the uh
1: that's it that's the team i think we've covered quite a lot of the, the players that really should be mentioned there in fairness. Yeah, I like that. We've, I like also, Dave, that you didn't just and same for you. You didn't just pick players that you thought everyone else would pick. You chose ones that okay. Well, they'll probably pick this, so I'll pick someone different to talk about them. I quite like that.
0: Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even think of it really though in that way. I was just like, these are the players that stand out. Like my linebackers, I think not necessarily like Erlacher, not necessarily a popular pick, but it's just a player that stood out. in my It was one I thought
1: about, in fairness. But yeah, yeah, completely. I, I went from my team if I was trying to win a game, who I pick. And they tend to be my favorite players as well, of course. But, yeah, I just picked that.
0: So what kind of offense is your team running there, then, Jazz? Me, uh, <laughs> are we running a, a West Coast-style system with some shooting things? Thanks for listening once again to the UK Pick 6 podcast. Uh, I think myself and Dave are planning to be back with a little bit of draft discussion at some point soon. Of course, the draft was a few days ago, letting the dust settle and uh, having a chat about how we thought the Falcons and the Eagles certainly did, and any of the other surprising picks as well that we picked out. Until then, follow us on Twitter at Pick6 underscore pod for updates on when the shows go out. Uh, you can follow uh, Dave Bluck at, at davebluck one uh, Jazz at at, J, uh, at Jazz Gillum and myself, O underscore j underscore wilson you can also follow us on instagram uk underscore pick underscore six underscore podcast we're available on itunes google podcast spotify and anchor.fm who are our host and until the next podcast take care